Hello everyone and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast where we believe that the student athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. Today's episode is full of tough conversations and great questions as we held another live podcast today on our Fired Up Lunchcast. As you'll hear today, we dive into some pretty hot topics like COVID and athletic departments dropping sports among budget concerns. Doug Peters shares some re-entry plans and a timeline for starting fall sport workouts. And a conversation about Black Lives Matter and what we can do in Dragon Athletics to make change real for our student-athletes. Plan on joining us next Thursday for another live Fired Up Lunchcast at noon with AD Doug Peters, myself, maybe some special guests, and a conversation about everything Dragons and more. Here is our conversation this week, recorded live and in its entirety, in our first Fired Up Lunchcast. Fired Up Lunchcast. I'm fired up to be here. What about you? Hey, I'm fired up. I've been wanting to do this again for a while. So here we are. Last week was a little bit of an experiment. Now we're we're on the, like step two. So we've yeah. advanced. Well, we got to try some different things and mix it up a little bit. Yet last time, 5.30. This time, Lunchcast, hoping that our fans and, and uh, athletes and supporters can just enjoy a little lunch and hopefully a good conversation about MSUM Dragon Athletics. And there are a couple of people joining us via Zoom, Les Baki and Jason Soblick. Good to see you guys in here participating. Shout out to you two guys. That's a fun thing right there. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you have a question and if you're watching us on Facebook, please put it in the comments. If you're watching us via Zoom, please put it either in the chat, the Q&A, or if you're interested in maybe joining our conversation live via video, just raise your hand in the Zoom chat and we'll pull you in uh, and you can ask your question kind of face to face. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, Nadir Youssef, uh, who's trying to get in right now, is uh, joined us last time. So I'm going to try to help him get in a little bit. All right, Webby, while you're helping him get in a little bit, you know, today we do have a couple of follow-up conversations that we ran out of time for last week. I want to talk a little bit about just what's going on in Dragon Athletics and MSUM as a whole. And it, in the meantime, it, it kind of turned into summer all of a sudden. The weather got warm. Uh, the sun is out. That part is fantastic. So we're enjoying that side of things. For those of you that are joining us today, hey, we're excited you took a little bit of time out of your day. Because it's and a beautiful day. Webby, Gorgeous day. I wouldn't know yet, but I'm going to get outside before this day is over. I, I know that much. There's a lot of work to be done right now, so we thank you for staying inside. As we were wrapping up last week, we had a question come in at the last minute. Before I answer that question, it was from Brady Spiker. He's an All-American distance runner for us, uh, a, a graduate. He's got a little bit of a history right now of asking me hard questions or making comments on social media, so I really appreciate that and the interaction, because if there are people have questions, certainly want to answer them. And I'll start off by saying, uh, first of all, congratulations, Coach Spiker. I saw you got named as the head coach, read the article in the, in the program newspaper yesterday, and that's fantastic. And then I saw a post by your wife <laughs> about, about buying a house and all those things as, as life goes on. And I'll say that to any of our former student athletes, is things happen in your lives. It's one of our greatest things is to see the 
the fun things happening in your life. So thank you for sharing those things on social media. And as always, I think one of the greatest gifts you can give back uh, to your, your coaches and to the athletic department is just keeping us updated on what's going on because we certainly are proud of all the things that, that you're accomplishing as you've, as you've left MSUM and hopefully taken some of the experiences and things you've learned. Unfortunately, some of you have maybe learned some things you don't want to do. Some of you learned some things you do want to do. So it's awesome to see that out there in real life, Webby. You know, what are some things you've seen our student athletes doing on social media? I mean, we've been very intentional. Tom Berg has been trying to do some alumni updates. Awesome to see Vince Williams, principal at Cheyenne. I mean, there's so many stories. Webby, what are a couple things that, that go through your mind that you see our student athletes, former student athletes out there doing and accomplishing? Well, there's there's a lot. Tom just did a, a thing, and I'm a little biased because it's an ex-go teamer and Cami Raisler um, doing big things in the news as a as an anchor. Um, and so she was one of our Dragon golfers as well. And so there's a great story on her. Um, but a lot of the dialogue right now is is about the environment um, in the in the country as far as racism and Black Lives Matter and and all those kind of things and seeing our athletes uh, become activists and use their platform and use their voice uh across social media has been a common common theme and you know i saw a post by chris cook yesterday talking about um using his platform to share the great stories about uh, african americans and and to raise people up and i thought that was really bold you know i'm following uchenna obanaya also a go teamer and track standout for us and in one year as a football player but we don't really count that one um but he, he's been posting some great content that I've really enjoyed. I think to, to educate myself as much as I can and, you know, staying silent is really not an option on a lot of this situation going around right now. And to be able to sit and listen, to, to learn, to have conversations that I can have with Uche and uh, with Mr. Cook and with Nadir and try to understand their perspectives um, and try to thank them for educating myself. Uh, we're talking with Uche at length about, you know, when he, you know, met Nora and he's been a part of our family and how important, you know, it is, you know, when did Nadir as a role model for, for Nora um, and growing up and learning that black is friendly. Black is kind, black is caring. And to have that foundation in her upbringing from a very early age is important to us. And not just, you know, people of color, but all the dragons that really stand out for her as role models, as good, kind, caring people. Um, and I think that that's, that's wonderful. And so I've seen a lot of, a lot of things about about that situation from our student athletes, from our alumni uh, across the board. And so that's obviously a hot topic um, as we get into uh, today's lunch cast and in, in something that, you know, I wanted to ask you about as athletic director of the Dragons. How do you lead one of the most diverse groups of students on campus in a moment like this? Well, <laughs> That that's a great question, Webby, and I think it is uh, trying to lead from the heart in this in this situation. I've communicated some with our student athletes. I've talked with some of our our, our diverse student athletes, just trying to learn, just just like you, 
and really recognizing um, just the the lack the lack of what I know and the and the lack of the day to day experience our student athletes have and uh, what it means to be black in in our environment right now and all the time it's not just right now uh, and, and really just you know there there's a little bit of hesitation in the sense of, you know, trying, you don't want to say the wrong thing or, or, or do the wrong thing. Um, and so it's, it's, you slow down just a little bit and you're a little bit nervous as you jump in, uh, into the conversations and talking about what is happening. And, you know, right now you start really looking to acknowledge, uh, for me, the pain that, that is there and, you know, the institutional biases that are there and, and all the things that are, are that systematic racism that are there and you know, how do we begin to change that and trying to be committed to being an inclusive environment. It's not easy. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. And I look forward to what we're going to be able to do in the future. And as we have conversations about what that looks like, we had a very, um, yep. a very lively and not because we were arguing against each other, but there were just a lot of, of, of strong opinions and thoughts about what we can do and what we should do in a head coaches meeting yesterday. And, you know, it's really starting to reach out and, and get some input from our, from our diverse student athletes, from our diverse coaches and, and see what their thoughts are. Cause yesterday at the end of the day, um, sitting there in that meeting, my observation was, Hey, we're 17 white people talking about this. Uh, and, that, and that's a great first step. We need to add some of the, the diversity and, and, some and of even the different voices. I don't mean to interrupt, but even right now, I mean, when you talked uh, and introduced kind of this topic to that group of trying to have that discussion um, and how we can do more than just make a video or do a post, how can we use our platform, use our audience to have this conversation, to, to spread spread a message that we care deeply about every single one of our student athletes and try to learn more and educate ourselves. And, and this right now and talking about this right now is, is part of that plan is it, it's important, I think for all of us to use our platforms. Um, and as, as a department, as a university and Blackhurst put out a post yesterday on LinkedIn. So you know, that was really good. Um, but, you know, listening to um, our athletes is number one in our worlds. And, you know, to, to your point of listening to my Go Team staff as well, uh, the people we have access to and can have comfortable, uncomfortable conversations in a safe space where we could say, hey, is this, is this stupid? Like, how, how do I say this? Or how do I bring this up? And using this moment to be live, unfiltered, honest to, to use you, right? I mean, we're here to, we're here to learn and we're here to have these conversations and we need, we need help too, as blonde haired, blue eyed, white male in America, me, um, you know, I, I can't even fathom what it's like to, to live every day, to, to, to raise children, uh, as an African American in, in society today and to be upset about a, a contract that our society has with African Americans that hasn't, lived up to what it was supposed to be as all men created equal. And so right, and that's where, where I jump in. I'll say I'm thankful on the social media side is difficult as social media is that sometimes it 
also provides a great level of access to our former student athletes, our current student athletes, as you mentioned, Chris Cook. You know, I know I've read several poignant posts from a former swimmer, Jackie Woods, uh, who's in Chicago right now in, in some of her experiences and, and what she's going through and what her thoughts are right now. And, and even uh, athlete, student athletes from different institutions, it just gives you a bigger and a broader broader perspective and our, and our peers seeing what other athletic departments are, are saying and doing right now um you know i have you know peers and friends all over the world who are trying to have this conversation and trying to raise awareness for a problem that needs to get fixed and it's it's more than just it's it's how do we as white people have the conversation how do we as black people how, how do how do all people have this movement to change something that's wrong in society right now and the there is no right answer right now it's just we're all doing everything we can i hope and um this this is part of it so it, it's a big topic i know and you and i are not going to solve this just you and i today um, but if you guys have any questions as an audience we are live we are taking questions throw them in our chat throw them in our q a throw them in the comments on facebook um, and we'll do our best to get to get to them now. Um, any final thoughts about MSUM and the the current situation? Well, I you know, I don't want to speak on behalf of the institution. I think President Blackhurst, our our Vice President of Academic Affairs, Eric Jackson, have have, yeah. have shared some thoughts and some statements. Jared Chan Pidgeon, Chancellor too, Chief, Chief Diversity Officer, has shared those thoughts as well. It's the same in Dragon Athletics. We we. We acknowledge that we can do better and we commit to doing better as you look at it in that side. And as you mentioned yesterday, one of the things I said in our head coaches meeting is uh, I am committed for Dragon Athletics to be better and to do better. We don't know what exactly that looks like right now. And I do want it to be more than, than, than a, a social media post. That is, that is part of it, okay. but it, we want to be deeper. Uh, we don't want to be we don't want to be an inch deep in a, in a mile wide in this topic. We want to be able to dive down and be a be, be deep and actually um, actually have change within our department and change and be the change we want to see. I guess that's the best way I can put it. Is is um, Gandhi said it pretty well. Be the change you want to see, and that's what we're going to do. And I was. Uh, I, I was um, inspired, maybe that, that's not the right word, but felt good coming out of yesterday's meeting with the ideas that were floating around, some of the work that's going on, the conversations I've had with our head coaches in the sense that our head coaches, as much as I, I love college athletics, as much as I love working with student athletes, I don't get to interact with them a whole lot. Uh, my, my impact is by trying to hire the right coaches and the right people. Um, to, to lead the program in the way that that represents MSUM and the Dragons really well and has a focus on our student athletes and as we get into difficult spaces like we're in right now I'm, I'm very proud to be around people that uh, want to make a difference and, and want to do things and so we're going to do that and you know pay attention you'll be you'll be hearing things uh, there's been some things we've been working on for a while and we're not quite ready to put out there that will come out and we're, we're excited about that we think we'll be hopefully lend uh, maybe not lend but we'll be we'll be we'll be their partnered uh 
with our black friends, so to speak. So I guess that's how we'll wrap that up, Webby. If anybody has any questions, please feel to throw them in. There was there was one follow-up question, and it was it was on the details of you know some of the things that you just mentioned that we're 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 not sharing quite yet. And the answer is, is, you know, we don't have this figured out. We're, we're trying to do the best that we can with the platform that we have and the audience that we have and our fan base and our, and our student body. And, and, you know, if, if anybody has ideas, you know, please share them with us. We're, we're open to trying to figure out um, different ways to make MSUM uh, a more inclusive, a diverse, and wonderful place for everybody. Um, so if you have any ideas, please, please shoot them forward. Um, the other question got re-asked. Mr. Spiker is joining us live on Facebook. And so I- All right, fantastic, Brady Spiker. We talked about it at the beginning and we teased it at the end of, of uh, our last live episode. So Mr. Spiker asks, it seems like every day a university is announcing cutting a program due to COVID-19 with the recent news of MSUM's budget issues and now a pandemic. What are you- doing to ensure to keep every program at MSUM? Well, I got to go back in history a little bit. And those of you that are close to me have heard this before. I think it was back in 2008. I was at the, uh, at some convention somewhere in, 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 in some session on budget. And there, there were representatives and they were talking about athletic budgets across the country. And they highlighted the three largest athletic department budgets in, in the country in the NCAA and their division, big division one schools. And it was interesting back in 2008, uh, there, there were, there, there were two schools that were compared. So you were looking at the Ohio state university, uh, which has one of the larger athletic departments in the country. They have 37 sports at the time. And they were, they were talking about the value of having a broad-based athletic department in those 37 sports. At the same time, you jump across the country and, and the University of Texas. They were reducing number of sports, not because of budget issues, but they were going from 24 sports down to 18 sports because they wanted to invest more and be more competitive in those 18 sports. Two different philosophies, two different ways of doing business. And as a student of of college athletics, I've tried to pay attention and, and keep my thumb on that pulse. And coming out of that session, one of the decisions I felt like I needed to make is, am I a broad-based athletic department guy? Am I a smaller, better? You know, is it the Texas model? Is it the Ohio State model? What fits me? What do I believe in? What, what do I want our athletic department uh, to, to represent and reflect? And, I, and in that space and in that time, because uh, I will say this, I think in our lives, we make very few big decisions and then it just comes down to managing those decisions. So if you really ever want to dive deep into my athletic administration philosophy, I can share those five or six big decisions. And this is one of them in the sense that I believe in a broad-based athletic department as a, as a former student athlete, as a former coach, the experiences and um, and what I learned, invaluable to me. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade them. Um, how they've helped me be a better person, a better spouse, a better friend, a better dad. Uh, the things I learned being an intercollegiate athletic athlete, De decent boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> the, yeah. Okay. Now you got me all flustered there, Webby. But the things I learned were were invaluable to me, and 
when I think about my experiences in my life uh, in, in how pivotal, pivotal a role uh, college athletics played, I made the decision that I'm a broad-based guy. Uh, I want to offer as many opportunities as we possibly can, and that it, sometimes I might create some budget challenges along the way or how we fund some different things. But at the end of the day, um, as we've decided in Dragon Athletics, it's, it's more than a game. It is more than a game, and I want to provide those opportunities. And so, Brady, the, the answer is, what, what am I doing? I've made that decision. I do not want to eliminate any sports ever. Um, and I'm going to do everything I can not to do that. And so sometimes that might may mean making some different decisions that are a little bit painful about how we spend our resources and what we do or what level we might fund something at. But starting in that place of those parameters and those beliefs that I have is always starting off with is protect the student-athlete experience and provide as many ex opportunities as, as we can. So when you start getting into budget challenges and budget issues, um, as, as a responsible administrator, yeah, you have to look at, you have to look at the bookends. You know, okay, here, here's this scenario, here's that scenario, and I, I'm a put every option on the wall guy and start to cross them out. And so for me, when we get into hard budget conversations and challenges that things like the pandemic uh, might, might create for us or lack of funding um, we get into, it's always trying to protect that student athlete experience. So we might have a little bit less. Historically, what I've done in my 12, 13 years as the athletic director at MSUM when we've hit budget challenges is um, we have reduced on the administrative side and we've reduced in those places that yes, uh, they have an impact on our athletic department, uh, but at the same time, uh, they hopefully have an impact of the student athlete experience too much. And sometimes it does bleed into that, but I would rather, um, I would rather lose that by a little bit where, hey, maybe we don't have, have the, the resources to do exactly what we want right now but to come back and, and, and win the war of providing outstanding. And when I say outstanding, it's, it is about the people, Coach Spiker. So remember that mm -hmm. coaching is a people business. Um, and it is all about the people. It's trying to find the right people that believe in the same thing. And it's amazing when you have people that believe in the same thing, what, what you can do regardless of your resources. And so it is trying to uh, win, that, win that war, you know, because I always think about it. You know, we win the battle, win the war. I want to win the war of providing as many opportunities for student athletes as we can in the best way that we can. And so that's, that's how we've done it. That's how I've done it. Um, I've tried to hire people that think the same way. I do not, not exactly the same way I do because the, the diversity of thought is good, but who do believe in that invaluable um, experience that student athletes have and how do we provide as many of those as we possibly can. So Webby, what, what did I miss there? What should I add in there? Did that, no. that cover that or should we go a little deeper? Spiker, you're, you're right there. You, you can add it in. And, uh, no, I'm no sure. I don't think you missed it. I, I think it, it has to start with the why. And I, I think you did a great job of, of talking about why we fight for as many opportunities for student athletes to compete as possible. And, you know, as a, as a ex player, ex coach, uh, ex and current teacher, you know, you learn to teach or coach with what you got. And sometimes it's not everything you want or the nicest, fanciest things in the world, but the games are still going to happen. 
and you got to get your team ready. And we, we've, I think, done a, a really good job of cost containment uh, within a lot of areas to make sure that we provide a, the opportunity to compete more than anything. Um, those game days and those moments, those experiences of competition and, and uh, practice that, that form bonds that last a lifetime as we see softball um, reunions happening on Zoom, on Twitter. I've, I've seen some of those this week. So thank you to our alums on softball uh, for joining those conversations with Coach Reckcamp. Um, but no, I, I, I agree with you, uh, compete, enjoy the experience and it is hard times. I, that, that's the one thing, um, it, sometimes it's not always within our control, even though our philosophy, our why and our intentions are there, the, the funds and in, in the current, in the environment that's unprecedented, like we are in, you just don't know. And the best we can do is, is fight for what we believe in and, um, do, do our absolute best. Yep. So I'll, I'll add on to that, Webby. As we go back to 2008, and as, as I heard that presentation, I remember coming back and in, in doing research um, and just trying to, trying to get an idea. And one thing that sticks out in my mind is I looked at, at the NBA, the NFL, uh, Major League Baseball, and the National Hockey League, and I looked at, at the past three years of who won, who won the championship. And it wasn't, it was not the teams with the, um, with the highest salary cap. At the end of the day, yeah, resources and money, they can make a difference. But what's, what makes more of a difference is um, bringing together people who believe the same thing and who are willing to give everything they, they can to have success. And it is amazing, amazing what, what can happen when you, when you can create that vision and you can, share with people and articulate what you believe in and what you're trying to do and, and, and what can happen. I mean, I, that's yes. it right there. It makes it, work it's fun. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it, it does. There, there is no doubt, no doubt about that. And I look at the success uh, that we've had in, in dragon athletics and the games that we've won, the all Americans, uh, all, all of the national championships, those sides of things. Uh, you know, th- those were people that didn't maybe have the best resources as far as not, not the best track, not the best long jump pit, not, not the best basketball facility, not the, not the best whatever. But at the end of the day, we had high-quality people. We had great coaches. We had great student-athletes. And look at the magic that happened. It's all about the relationships. And so as we try to wrap this show up uh, before the half hour here and let everybody enjoy what's left of their lunch break, um, the one thing that I really wanted to talk to you about, and it's been a topic for a while now, is reentry and getting back to practice. What does that situation look like right now for Dragon Athletics? Well, I was fired up last night to send the email to all our student athletes. So if any of you are listening, you got an email from me last Check night. Check your email. That, out, that outlined our, our plan. So Coach Anderson was our strength and conditioning coach. Andy Scott, Rhonda Peterson, Keith Weedrick, names many of you know. Uh, they've been working really hard. We will begin uh, our summer workouts. We've got it phased for summer sports and sports and adding people in as we go along. But we will be starting conditioning next Tuesday. I think we've got it set up. Our goal, we, we, we find a goal statement because you got to know where you're going. And our goal what is to safely prepare our student athletes for to have the best 2021 season they can. So it's not necessarily about getting into the weight room right, right now, but it's 
getting into the weight room, having a, having programming and, and, and conditioning and strength plans that are going to prepare us for that season and keep us healthy uh, heading into that. You know, we Travis, Coach Anderson, and Andy Scott did research, you know, looked at what happened in, with major league major league sports uh, that had strikes and different things. And so the detraining and the things that happen. So how do we reacclimate our student athletes to training, all those sorts of things, but we've added it back in the strength and conditioning. I'm putting the finishing touches on our, our voluntary workouts where, where student athletes can ask for individual skill instruction. The NCAA has changed some rules over the summer. So that that's allowable. We've got to be in groups of less than 10 right now. So that creates some, facility pressures, but we're getting back into it, Webby, and we're fired up about that because uh, it's it's going to be the fall, and hopefully, yeah, I believe, well, I'm not going to say hopefully, I believe we're going to be playing games in the fall, so let's get ready. Yeah, I can't, uh, I'm excited, just fired up to get back to sports, as, as I know a lot of fans are. Judy Nelson, thanks for uh, contributing a comment, relationships last a lifetime. You know, we had Marge Matthews, Scott Westby, and, and Allison Swenson join us over on Zoom. Uh, want to definitely thank everybody that's tuned in to the Fired Up Lunch Cast. Um, if it's something you want to keep seeing, uh, please, please share it. Please leave a comment that you, you enjoyed this experience. And if you want us to keep doing this, because there's a lot of changing things in the fluidity. Yeah, stop right there, Webby. When are we going to do it again? Next week. When are, when are we back? Next week. All right. Next week. You want, you, do you want to do Do you want you got you open on Thursday? Can we, can we make this happen? Now, I am 99% sure I'm open on, on Thursday. Do you want to do it over lunch again? Is there a better time of the day? What are you thinking there? I think we need our, our fans to help us out a little bit. If this works better, um, please let us know. And uh, in the comments of the Facebook post, for sure, is the best way to do it. Um, yeah. Or just you know, mention us. Hit us a direct message on social media as well. Uh, we want this to be about you and answer your questions because we miss you. We do, and we want to keep uh, keep you in the loop of everything that's happening. So thank you all. Thank you, Les. Les likes it um, at, at lunch. So uh, we'll say for sure we're going to do it next Thursday, but we might play with the time. Keep on nope, Next Thursday at noon, right? Oh, yeah. Next Thursday at noon, Webby. Decision made. That's what athletic decision directors are for. Come in here and make the decision. <laughs> that's right. Let's not dance around with it. Plus, if I don't get it on my calendar, somebody else will schedule something in there. That's true. Well, now we have a public record. So, you know, thank you all for your questions today. Thank you all for your time. Thank you, Doug Peters, for being uh, uh, joining us and, and contributing to some really great conversations today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast and our new Fired Up Lunchcast. You know, when we crafted our belief statements last fall, we didn't know all these things, as nobody did, that have hit us so far in 2020. Since then, those statements, more than a game, part of something bigger than ourselves, the thrill of victory and developing our people have guided our every action and will continue to do so. We pledge to deliver on what Doug said, to do more than the minimum, to listen, and to do what's right. We don't have all the answers, but what we do have is a platform. And as we did today, we will use it to speak out in support of our student-athletes. We are a family here at MSUM. Imperfect, sure. Loving, understanding, committed to each other, and getting better every day? Absolutely. We will be back again live on Thursday at noon, 
So please join us or send questions through a direct message on social media during the show, and we'll get to them live during our Fired Up Lunchcast. Thank you again for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast, where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. Thank you, and of course, Go Dragons! Go Dragons!